missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. This weekend, if you're looking for fast and furious action, look no further than Moms Late for After School Pickup. Speeding down streets, ignoring school zone signs, and returning the stern glare of the volunteer crossing guard, they're Moms Late for After School Pickup. Starring the mom who can't stop looking at her cell phone, the mom oblivious to kids in the crosswalk, and the single mom who lets everybody know it. Also starring the mom who has to get Jimmy to soccer practice practice in 15 minutes and another mom who has a million things to do out of their way because the rules don't apply to them their mom's late for after school pickup starts today around 2 30 fast and furious moms might be one of the upcoming <laughs> titles for the fast and furious series which uh, open up with f9 the fast saga this weekend big opening for them sean don't yeah. be surprised I don't know what it is. People seem to like them. They, they do. They, they keep gonna, making them. Well, and that's why, because people keep going. Mm-hmm. If they keep making them, they're going to, you know, if people mm-hmm. keep going, they're going to keep making they them. They always so. do. Yeah, they do. Here's some uh, future titles for the Fast and Furious movie, Shaw. Oh, these haven't been used already, huh? Yeah. So these are ones that have not been used already, and we don't know how long this series is going to last. So we might get a thousand yeah. of these movies. Uh, we're up to F9, the Fast Saga. Uh, so let's see what the future holds. F10, FU. <laughs> Short and sweet. Yeah. Uh, future titles for Fast and Furious movies <coughs> F45, left turn signal. <laughs> Got to get some blinker fluid, right, Sean? Right. Hey, you go to the store, give me some blinker fluid, will you? <laughs> uh, future titles for the Fast and Furious movies as they just keep pumping them out. Fast and Furious. Yeah, we don't know how Liam Neeson hasn't been in one of these yet either. Right? It's inevitable. Seems like he's got to be in one. I don't. I have a particular set of skills. I can mm-hmm. drive a car really fast. Uh, fast and Furious. It's just self-driving cars now because who cares about the caster plot? <laughs> so it's Transformers, right? Eventually, <laughs> eventually we're going to see a it's crossover just cars. It's where just Vin cars. Diesel gets into into a turns like into a, a car into a truck and it, it ends up turning into Optimus Prime and he's like, whoa, Ugh. my mind's been blown. Uh, future titles for the Fast and Furious movies. A few more. Uh, fast and Furious. No, uh, no small penises here, ladies. <laughs> Don't mind the size of my truck. Fast and uh, Furious movies in the future. We'll see what some of the titles are here. Fast 10. Stopping for gas like normal people would have to. <laughs> that was what bothered me about 24, right? It was supposed to be every hour of his day, and he never once pooped. Right? Never, never once took a five-minute break and said, look, I got to squeeze out a deucer here. You're telling me that Kiefer Sutherland didn't have to poop during 24 hours and in one day? No, he was very busy. He didn't have time Boy, for that. that's not good for you, Colin. You got, at least you got to knock one off, right, Shaw? <laughs> uh, a couple more of the future titles for the Fast and the Furious movies. The Fast and the Furious, just Dom saying the word family over and over and over and over and over again. He says it a lot, Shaw, mm-hmm. if you didn't know. Very important to him. Not quite as fast, still pretty furious. <laughs> At least they're honest. Yeah. Uh, fast and the Furious, bald men drive cars. Nice. Yes. <laughs> A couple more of the uh, future titles for the Fast and the Furious movies. Uh, fast 69, Fast and Bi Curious. Oh. You sure that's a movie title? I don't know. I'm good. I might, it might already be. Right? It might already be. Sure. It might be in the, in the adult section in the back of the book, uh, bookstore. Uh, and last but not least here. Future titles for the Fast and the Furious movies. Fast and Furious 50, Dead Horse Beaten. <laughs> yes, that is true. Yeah. They keep beating it. They do. 
They do. Big names, though. I mean, and Rock's, people go. The Rock's been in it. Jason Statham, Helen Mirren. I mean, uh, you know, they're getting everybody, man. Fast and the Furious. F9 in, in theaters, Shaw. Go go see Vin Diesel drive fast. I'm good. And say family over and over and over again. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. It's the Monday morning throwback. Every Monday morning from the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. Got to get back in time, Shaw, with the Monday morning throwback brought to you by the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. Meatballs. Meatballs. Uh, mm. Meatball Monday. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Going back to 2015 on this one. Okay. Actually, 13. Sorry, excuse me. I had my numbers messed up. 2013. So eight years ago, Shaw. Haven't really gone very far. Now people are worried about getting chipped, microchipped by the uh, the vaccine, right. right? What is it? Steve Jobs is putting chips in you? Zapping you with microwaves. And zapping you with microwaves from down, down at Riverside Park, right? Yep. Well, this is from, from 2013. And uh, we had a similar uh, sort of uh, news story about an edible uh, microchip. This tiny, swallowable, swallowable capsule contains a small chip that yeah. transmits your personal details. They're tracking you. They're tracking you. <laughs> all right, you. Fish, reel it in. Fish. So, these, so you swallow this thing, right? Okay. It's got all of your passwords, and you can have passports and all that stuff. And then electronic devices will be able to essentially scan you and read that signal. Oh, dude, no way. It's already been approved by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. It's an ingestible sensor. Uh, And this is like my idea, chipping your kids. So if they ever get abducted, you don't need to worry about it. Well, you can already do that. Right, but I just have more. But this has all your, so it has your bank account. Well, you can put any kind of information in it that could then be scanned by some kind of a device, I guess. Where does it go? Uh, in your stomach, apparently. It just yeah, sits but it there. sits there. Doesn't it? Get, it doesn't process yeah. through. Don't you poop it out? Yes, you have to. If you want it to last more than a day, for example, you'd have to take and swallow another one. No. <laughs> what? I got to be honest, Shaw. <laughs> I got to be honest. I'm coming around to this idea because passwords are a mother effer. Yeah. I try to use the same one all the time because it's like the one I can remember. But you. But dude, Gmail, email, mm-hmm. Facebook, Twitter. Yep. I mean, and then the list, you know, like all the other crap for work I got to do, all the stupid websites I got to be a part of, and I got to remember a friggin' password well, for, for every single one. Oh, for your well, bank account, and then, for the, and, then the, and then the boss comes in here, T Bone comes in, well, it's just the Google saves it for you. Like, nah, I, dude, I, now I got to have a password for that too. What if I can't get into my friggin' Google? How am I going to remember that one? Just let me swallow the stupid Gmail, pill. Work and email. Just, just work. Just turn on. I don't care if people see my stupid emails, all right? I'm not the president. Oh. Well, eight years ago, I has hardly caught on. I guess I might be. A, I might be up for that. EP, who is, and we we remember EP very well. One of our former engineers mm-hmm. here at Midwest Family Broadcasting. You know, super technological guy, right? Had eight million cell phones, weather right. oh, towers, yeah, yeah. Ham, radio, ham radio. All how many antennas did he have on his truck? Eight, how many? I think. Eight. Seven or eight. Yeah. He had. He still wrote down on a piece of paper and yeah. kept it in his wallet all his passwords so he could remember them. He showed me that. He's like, yeah, you got to do this. And I'm like, what? I'm like, I thought you weren't supposed to do There's that. Nothing you lose your wallet, you. you're in trouble. Well, and then you go in and it's like, hey, you haven't been in your PayPal account for six minutes. You've got to reassign in with a new password. Really? <laughs> thanks a lot, PayPal, you son of a... Oh, thanks for using Venmo. You haven't been on here in a day. you got to change your password. we got to double verify with your phone and your email and all this other crap. 
It seems you logged in from another different source. Why don't you change your password? Ah! <laughs> I feel you. Can't use a password that you used before. Son of a... That's we'll the just, only one I remember. We'll just scan you. If you swallow that chip, you'll be good to go. Yeah, but then you poop it out. You got to swallow it every day. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking one-time chip. I might be... Maybe I might, an implant as opposed to a digestible Might be okay one. with that. Might be okay with that, Shaw. I'm starting to come around. Just strictly for passwords. You know. Where does it end, Brian? Well, in medical information, they're like, hey, do you remember if anybody in your family had this, that? I'm, I don't know, dude. I barely know what I got. <laughs> Can we just put a chip in there and you scan it? Oh, there you go. There's all the things you need to know. Yeah. Have you ever been in here for a certain? I don't know. Yeah. But when? I don't know. A couple of years ago? I, I can't remember all that crap. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. Yes. A man from New York visited the Midwest for the first time and Wrote down some of the things that he saw. Oh, that, that an outsider's perspective. Really? This yeah. should be cool. Well, let's be first of <laughs> no, all. Let's not be, cool. Let's be clear. Oh. He didn't really go to the Midwest. Oh. He went to Detroit and Chicago. Okay. And those are big cities. Not a good representation necessarily. If he really wants a representation of the Midwest, he's got to go to a small. city. They are city. big cities in the Midwest. Yeah, but you don't get the same experience. I moved from a much bigger city to the Midwest, and I had several observations when I moved here, Shaw, in 2003. Uh, I agree with some of this stuff uh, on his list, but this guy, uh, his name is Frank Olito. He grew up on Long Island, lives in Brooklyn now, writes for a website called Insider.com, and he's a city boy that went to the Midwest for the first time ever. And here are some of his observations. Number one, things move at a slightly slower pace. Restaurants and trains included not yep. quite like the south but probably so i was gonna say i didn't think that at all things are definitely slower here shaw uh than they are in new england where i grew up uh drivers especially much slower out here uh not as aggressive that got a uh, that got very difficult for me for a while very <laughs> difficult to get used to um things are a little bit behind i remember I'll, I'll, I'll never forget when i first moved here and i found out that bars some bars don't take cards and I was shocked by that. I think that's changed now, but most of them do. But there's still some that don't. They mm. just take cash, and that's fine. I'll, I'll I know which ones they are. And but it was just when I first moved out here, I was like, "What do you mean you don't take mm-hmm. cards? It's 2003. Why would they give me a card if they didn't want me to use it?" The DMV was the same way. You couldn't pay for your license and registration Again, and so forth. On- very strange when mm-hmm. you move out here. Uh, people are almost too nice. It confused this guy at first and made him uncomfortable. And I will say <laughs> that is definitely something that I have trouble with, Shaw. People are too nice out here. How can you be too nice? Well, by being too nice. I don't know. You don't look at people in the in the New England area. You just don't look at me, man. What are you looking at? What do you talk? What do you mean you're talking to me? Don't talk to me. What are you talking to me? You're strange. Get out of here. Yeah, you don't. You, you stay away from strangers. Stranger danger? You got stranger danger? <laughs> well, it's just a, well, no, just like, hey, man, you live your life over there, and I'll live my life over here, and, and Don't whatever. let those two meet? No. Very strange when people are nice to you, Shaw. What do you, being, what do you want? What do you want from me? <laughs> Why are you Get talking to me? Uh, this Interesting, this guy from New York uh, who came to the quote-unquote Midwest, again, Detroit and Chicago, so take it for what it's worth, Okay. Uh, said it gets hot in the Midwest in June. Uh, yeah. Surprised him because he thought it only topped out at about 70 degrees out what? here. Really? <laughs> But it was apparently over 90 his entire trip. This year, uh, if he came out this year, which I think he did, uh, it was unseasonably warm, I think, Sean, yeah, in June. Yeah, true enough. Especially here. But it gets that way on the East Coast, too. 
Uh, this was definitely something that shocked my system. I, I famously have told this story about how one of the first bars I went into when I got here, I asked for uh, two Bud Lights and a PBR and three shots of, of Jaeger. And it was nine fifty. And it was under $20. <laughs> I got changed back, and I right. said, did you get the shots? And uh, this guy found out that, yes, things are, are cheap, actually. Mm-hmm. Things don't cost as much. Expecting $15 cocktails and $50 dinners, so he felt like he could cut loose. But uh, even in Detroit and Chicago, apparently, the big cities, things are a little cheaper. But you still go to a ballpark, and you're paying a lot of money. But you can get dollar dogs. I mean, they have dollar days at Miller Park. Right. They just did. I mean, you ain't getting that at Fenway. Mm-mm. American Family Field. Yeah. Yeah, Miller Park. Uh, that's where the Brewers play. Um, a couple more, Shaw, of this guy's observations. Uh, first time in the Midwest. Midwesterners spend more time in nature. He uh, heard talk of cabins and hikes. Sure. Also found people appreciate large bodies of water more than New Yorkers. I think that's true. We love the lake. We love the rivers. Sure. Kayaking, yeah, hiking, a cabin. Yeah, going away for the weekend, going up north, maybe the UP. I suppose when you're a city guy, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, but when I grew up, we went camping. We you went, went to those Northern places. New Hampshire. We had that. So it was similar. And this one was difficult um, when I first moved here, Shaw. Uh, he it, he said it's harder to get an Uber. He says it's five minutes in New York, but 10 to 20 minutes in Chicago and Detroit. So he had to plan ahead. Uh, when I first moved out here, it was like still cab companies. And I'm like, what do you mean cabs? What are these? And then it took a while for the Uber and the, but we got them now. We got Eat Street yeah, yeah. Up and all that stuff and whatever. But uh, on. a little bit, yeah. But there you go. Some of his observations. He didn't get into the whole gas station food thing. That was weird for me. That was definitely. You're having dinner at what? Dude, when I came here and people were eating food from Quick Trip, I'm like, what are you doing? Why would you do that? And then you you tried the fried chicken and you said, oh. Then I tried the tornado and I'm hooked. Yeah, it's like a drug. I got to have those damn things. Oh, they're a dollar today? Why, yes, I will. (laughs) But no, people were eating three meals a day at Quick Trip. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? You don't eat food from a gas station. You just don't do that where I'm from, Shaw. It's not a thing. It just it's, yeah, it'll catch on there someday. You, you look down on people where I'm from that eat food from a gas station that chi- like a bag of chips or whatever. Okay, whatever. You can get chips anywhere. You know what I mean? But like food that's on like a roller homemade the 7- pizzas. Dude, the Seven Eleven roller dogs where I'm from. Mm, no, you're, don't touch you're, those. You're risking your life eating right. one of them things, man. So when I moved here, that was definitely a shock to my system. Was like. And they're just ha- and they're telling you about it, and they're wearing clothes, and they're <laughs> giving out samples. Oh, yeah, and you're like, and they're oh like, oh my god, these are great! Lady, get away from me! I didn't even read rule number two. Don't talk to me here. What are you doing? You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. I don't know if you saw uh, recently, actually, uh, just the other day. I think this happened. Uh, these guys recreated. The Dumb and Dumber ride on the bike? Oh, no. Did I you see, see this? No. Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. And totally, and totally redeem yourself. We remember this, right? Of course. Dumb and Dumber. They get the bike, Harry and Lloyd, and they ride the bike all the way mm-hmm. from Nebraska to uh, Colorado. Well, these two dudes, who must really love this movie, recreated the entire thing. Down to the costumes, the oh, whole. Right. They even filmed themselves, uh, of course, and you know did a whole blog and a website thing to you know um, keep you know track of their travels or whatever. And uh, it was very funny to see uh, them as they took off. Hey, <laughs> got room for one more if you still want to go to Aspen. Even got the. Where list. did you find that? Some kid back in town. Traded the van for it straight up. I can get 70 miles to the gallon with this hog. 
No, Zach. Just when I think that you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. And totally <laughs> redeem yourself! <laughs> <laughs> Lloyd, played by Jeff Daniels and Jim Carrey, ride from Nebraska to Aspen, Colorado on a pull start mini bike. A little frozen when they get there. Yeah, these two guys, I love this. They recreated the bike uh, ride as faithfully as they could, including the bike itself. Uh, Actually got it together and uh, took off. They started in mid-April in an attempt to match uh, what the weather was like in the movie. The time it was over, uh, but when it was all said and done, Shaw, they drove 382 miles over three days. They rose 15,000 feet in elevation, went through two and a half rear tires, spent 22 bucks on gas, and averaged 54 what? miles per gallon. Obviously, they recorded the whole t- uh, and wrote about the trip, and uh, everyone could, you know, pay attention to their awesomeness. But uh, two dudes recreating the uh, the mini bike ride from Dumb and Dumber. How cool is that? These guys are dedicated. Oh, man. The costumes. Did you? Yeah, it's it's great. I don't know if they uh, actually had a van that they sold in order to get the, the money for the mini bike, but uh, they definitely recreated the ride itself. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? <laughs> Pretty bird. Pretty bird. Yeah, very funny story of a couple of guys uh, recreating the ride on a mini bike from Dumb and Dumber. The pictures are great. They've even got the the the, the briefcase, the Samsonite briefcase. Right? Man, I was way off. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, Gene, Gene, Shaw, Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness podcast. Exorcist. What about it? I think we've all seen it, right? Oh yeah. We're familiar with the movie. Reagan gets possessed mm-hmm. by a demon. They gotta cast the demon out. I need an old priest and a young priest, right? Uh, Reagan is number two, by the way, on a list, a recent list of the 10 creepiest kids <laughs> in horror movies. Mm. Any guesses as to who else made the top 10? I'm going with the girls from The Shining. They were number four, the Grady Twins. Come play with us. Uh. <laughs> yeah, very creepy, uh, the Grady Twins. Uh, according to the author of this List. Uh, maybe it's the girl's monotone delivery. Maybe it's mm-hmm. the shot's creepy composition. Either mm-hmm. way, this is a classic horror scene for a reason. I think twins in general in <laughs> movies are pretty creepy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Especially, Especially when there's blood running down the hallways or gushing out of a you know an elevator mm-hmm. shaft. Uh, you know, and they're dressing uh, exactly the same. And as he mentioned, the monotone delivery really gets you though. Really sells it. Come play with. No, nope, I'm good. I'm good. I'm gonna take my big power wheel. I'm getting out of here. I'm going in a different hallway. Uh, number five on the list. I don't know if you guys have seen this movie. It's called Orphan. Uh, no, and basically, so. it's like a it's like a older woman who looks like a child, and she gets adopted, and then she starts coming on to the dad, and it's really creepy. Her okay. name is Esther. It's yeah. the movie or- Orphan. Yeah. Uh, very strange. Damien. Damien's number go. one. Yeah. You anytime you get, anytime you're literally the son of Satan, you're probably right. gonna be top on the list. Yeah, Damien of creepy kids in horror movies. Uh, is the chick from the the ring is Number that the kid? Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. with the, Samara yeah. from the ring, pure yeah. nightmare fuel with yeah. her long stringy hair, terrifying yeah. grimace, and fondness of creepy old wells. Uh, the Exorcist, Reagan, uh, number two on the list of the ten creepiest mm-hmm. kids in horror movies. Uh, the author of the list says, although Linda Blair, who was only fourteen at the time of filming, certainly deserves her props. The unsung heroes behind this character are the voice actor Mercedes McCambridge and the makeup artist Dick Smith. Yeah, I mean they just did. 
There's a reason why it's number one. Right. Because they just did an amazing job all around. Damien, number one, though. Literally the son of Satan. He acts yeah. in mysterious ways. This is for you, Damien. It's all for oh, you, Damien. How, um, how about the kids from... Um, and that's the original one, not the, yes. the, the crappy remakes. The uh, Children of the Corn? They're number seven. Isaac. Malachi. Uh, Malachi. Isaac, specifically. Uh, really? Not Malachi from Children <laughs> of the Corn. Uh, unofficial mayor leading the miniature citizens in uh, ritualistic slaying of adults. Uh, King Joffrey-esque. Uh, the two kids from The Witch. Shaw, you watch that. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did. My, oh, that's right. I forgot about that The one that, that I, yep. I really like that movie, but it's, I had to watch it several times because it's hard to understand. It, his, it was the accents were his tough. His accent, very difficult to get through. But uh, the two kids, Mercy creepy. and Jonas. Um, uh, Adrian, Rosemary's baby, even though you never see the baby. Mm-hmm. Obviously, uh, yeah. the devil spawn, um, kind of important to be, you know, horrific. Mentioned. I don't know. If you don't see the kid, does it really count? No. <laughs> it was creepy, though. Have you either of you seen Hereditary? Uh, no, I don't think so. No. And uh, probably, mm. Creepy movie, witches, all that. It's kind of, it's um, it, very interesting. But uh, Charlie from Hereditary, troubled team, uh, a teen, uh, just very bizarre looking and uh, all sorts of other stuff wrapped up in there. One kid that they forgot on this list of the top 10 was Gage from Pet Cemetery. Oh, yeah. Not so much when he's alive, but no, after no, no, he, he after comes he back dies, from the dead. Yeah, sometimes dead is better. You know, <laughs> there was a reason because when dead comes back, it's creepy and it tries to kill you. And uh, I thought that maybe you should put uh, Gage on that list, but uh, was not on there. But uh, you can check that out on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. The 10 creepiest kids from horror movies. Pretty good list. Not too bad. I have to agree with most of those. Again, Damien. Number one, because he's literally the son of Satan. Not awesome, not great. The best is yet to come. Better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. If you can't take the heat, call Pete, right, Shaw? That's right. It's going to get hot in her this weekend with high temps in the 90s. And right now, we're not the only place experiencing some heat waves. Oh, my gosh. Did you see the sun? Some of the um, vinyl siding. Oh, yeah. That was like dripping, I'm, Shaw. I'm, like to get to buckled that. and to get mo- to that. Yeah. It's so hot that. Okay. Let's take a look around the country, Shaw, and see how hot it is. It's so hot that Salem, Oregon, yep. southwest of Portland, reached 117 degrees <laughs> a couple days ago, which Jeez. is a record for the city. Portland, it was 115 degrees a couple days ago. 115, by the way, is the highest temp ever recorded there since yeah. historical records right. began back in 1940. Portland's average high temp for this time of year, Shaw? Probably 73. <laughs> it was 40 degrees a than hotter than the average for this time of year there in Portland. Oof. It's so hot that in Washington State, the roads are buckling. Mm-hmm. Not the only place, obviously, but we've seen that happen before, Shaw. That's not good. When it starts to get so damn hot, the roads start buckling. It's so hot in Portland that transit power cables are melting. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And people were sharing photos of how tar is melting off the train tracks. Oof. Yeah, so transit cables, you know what I mean? Where the I car know what you're talking up, about, yeah. yeah the, mel- the, the, pla- the, the rubbery substance or whatever it is around those mm. melting. Not good. It's also so hot in Portland that vinyl siding, as you mentioned, Gene, is blistering off yeah. of houses. I saw a bunch of pictures it's of it. It's like, like, yeah, it's like buckling and like dripping kind of. And much like in the wintertime, but this time the opposite, it's so hot that people are cooking things. In the wintertime, Shaw, when it's below, what, 30 degrees or 20, 20 degrees below mm-hmm. zero, you can throw some hot water in the air and you make snow. Yeah. Uh, it's so hot now that people are baking cookies in their car. <laughs> 
Some people, uh, somebody cooked mini tacos in their car, which sounds way more delicious Ooh, than a batch of like cookies. I like mini tacos a lot. Somebody also fried an egg on a picnic table. That's how yeah, hot it fried is. Egg. You can do that <clears throat> on the sidewalks and stuff like that. But I haven't heard of the mini taco in a car before. That's a new one. Yeah. It's also hot in Canada. So hot that Canada now has a new national record for the highest all-time temp on record. Lytton, British Columbia hit 118 degrees Holy the other day. Holy moly. They're not used to that. Bruh. All due to something called a heat dome created when the atmosphere trapped hot air, uh, like a litter or a capshaw, so that's why it's getting hot in her. 90-ish this weekend, right? Yeah, we're going to be 87 today. Uh, going to be comfortable on Friday, a high of 81, but 89 Saturday, 92 on Sunday, 93 on Monday. Let's put on a show. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Go but let's be honest, Shaw's the real star of the show. I'm sticking up the butt. It's summertime, summertime, some, some, summertime, 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 some, some, summertime. Tips you can use all summer long. Here's a tip. And just the tip. Whoa. It's the summer party tip. Every Wednesday morning between Memorial Day and Labor Day. Welcome to summer. And only on the morning sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Summer party tip each and every Wednesday during the summer months here on 95.7 The Rock. That Slipknot, by the way, was uh, requested music for Andy, who's driving truck over to the uh, Guadalupe thing. Our Lady of Guadalupe Shrine doing some work over there. And uh, that uh, song is from their debut album, Slipknot, which came out on this day in 19... Or yesterday in 1999, Shaw. Hmm. Yeah. Didn't know they'd been around that long. Yeah. They've been around for a minute. So, Andy, there you go, buddy. Summer party tip this week deals with drinking games. Outdoor drinking games, to be more exact. You're going to want to party. You're going to want to do some drinking games, Shaw. I'm not a big fan of drinking games. Never really was. I don't like Edward Forty Hands. I think it's funny to watch. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I like to drink at my own pace. We have a giant Jenga, and it's got the holes for the jello shots. And occasionally I'll participate. But uh, I, I just still, I'd rather, you know, look, if I want to do a shot, I'll do a shot. Mm-hmm. If I want to drink a beer, I'll drink a beer. I don't need to chug it. I don't need to stand upside down on my head. But is this like, is this like cornhole or is this like. No, like games that involve okay. drinking, not well, just standing there with a beer. The one that we saw with um, at we'll, Rockfest. We'll, 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 okay. right. we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay. Uh, obviously, top notch. Number one, beer pong, Shaw. I think we all understand this. They sell tables for these right. things now. Uh, you can get the cups and the balls at yes. Quick Trip. Right. You know when that's happening that it's it's, it's official. On. Yeah, it's caught on. But we all understand beer pong, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. They even have a giant version if you want to play this in your backyard with uh, kickball. So it's yeah, kickball, soccer ball, volleyball, whatever it is, and okay. then garbage cans. But you got to buy like you know twenty garbage <laughs> cans. Big, big those are too. like ten bucks a pop. So it's a little bit cheaper to do the original uh, you know red solo cup version. But uh, beer pong, obviously, classic game that people play all over the place. Uh, another one, Shaw, that people like is is Flip Cup. Yep. Flip, flip, flip Philadelphia. Now, I enjoy that episode of Sunny in Philadelphia, but I just don't want to play Flip Cup. However, if you incorporate a slip and slide in this bad boy, <laughs> I might be game. Have you seen these things? A slip and slide? Sure. So you, no, you make a big giant slip and slide in your backyard, and you have to run and slide down uh-huh. that thing, and then you get up and you play the Flip Cup. Oh, um, yeah, then you I've have seen to, that. Yep. Then you have to and run and slide back. Yeah, so it's a team competition, but it, it adds another element of danger and fun ooh, ooh, uh, to the game and, 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 and a, little, well, a little summer outdoor cooling yeah, off yeah. Uh, action. But, yeah, if you want to kick it up a notch, you can try the sip and flip cup. Uh, slip and flip cup is what they call it, Shaw. Excuse me. Uh, this is the one I think you were talking about, Gene Beersby. 
Yes. All right, so Christy Nix, uh, I, I first discovered this at Rockfish, so I'd never seen it, but this has apparently been around for a long, long time. Have you ever heard of uh, Beersby? No. Uh, so you need two poles and a couple of bottles or cans of beer. Uh, you take the poles, you set them up at about, I don't know, around 30 feet apart. Every, yep. Every different, you know, website I went to said different, you know, some some said 25 feet, some said 35 feet. Uh, you know, choose your, your your mark, and you need a Frisbee. And then you get two teams of two, Shaw. Okay. You stand on either side, your partner on one side, you're on the other side. Uh, and you throw the frisbee at the pole. You right. take the, the pole, you stick it in the ground, you put the beer on top of it. Oh. So it's it's sitting on the pole, and you try to knock that beer off. And then you get points for knocking the beer off. You get points for catching the beer uh, if your mm-hmm, opponent knocks mm-hmm, your beer mm-hmm. off. You got to be quick, though, Sean. And you, you, know and you I mean? have to be standing there drinking a beer while you're doing this. So you're not <laughs> really, you know, uh, obviously that's... Uh, there's a lot it's hard of different. To pay attention to all the things. I actually enjoyed that one. That was fun. It was more of like a hangout fun, but a little bit too athletic for my taste, Shaw. You know me. I'm just not really into exercising, and sometimes you got to run and jump and move and bend, and I'm just fat and old and out of shape, and that's not really my jam. But uh, Beersby, Dizzy Bat, another one that I really uh, fun, to watch. fun to watch. Fun to watch. Did it at the lumber yard without mm-hmm. the the chugging of the beer, but basically you take a wiffle ball bat. You cut the bottom off, mm-hmm. you dump a beer in there, you chug it, the, everybody watching you counts how many seconds it takes. Then you spin around. Then you spin and... around that many times, and then they pitch the empty beer can at you, and you got to swing <laughs> and, and hit it, and usually you miss and fall down yeah, in a heat. usually fall down. Very funny videos to watch, not fun to participate in. Dizzy Bat. I, uh, fish went down hard twice <laughs> at the lumberyard in that infamous video. I uh, was able to stay on my feet, but uh, it took a little bit doing. And then uh, last but not least here, Shaw, these are outdoor drinking games for sun, uh, for our summer party tip this morning. Jello Shot Giant Jenga. We bought one of these. It's been a great addition to our backyard barbecue every year. People love it. However, when it's really hot outside, the Jello doesn't want to stay in Jello form. It turns into a liquid. So we just said, you know what? F it. We'll do Jameson Jenga Shot uh-huh. uh, Giant Jenga. And that's what we did. We we now fill the little cups with uh, Jameson and stick those in there, and people get a nice little surprise. Of course, when that thing topples over... And there's still Jello shots or Jenga yep. or uh, Jameson shots in there. You've got wasted alcohol and a sticky mess on your porch, right? Uh, which kind of alcohol sucks. abuse. Uh, but what are you going to do, Shaw? There's tons of other outdoor drinking games, but those are just a few. You can find them on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. The summer party tip. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. One of them can have an entire conversation made up of movie quotes. I pity the fool. The other two usually have no clue what the f*** he just said. You like movies about gladiators. You love to party. I'll be back. Wednesday mornings at 8.15. Win Brian's morning show money. They're always after me, lucky charms. By playing, you're killing me, Shaws. You're killing me, Smalls. I want you to be nice. Until it's time. You're killing me, Shaws. Brought to you by GECU, the friendly credit union. You're killing me, Shaws. Each and every Wednesday, just after 8 o'clock, your shot at my morning show money, courtesy of GECU, and it's $50 this week, Shaw. Getting up there. Buy you a couple of cheese curds down there at Riverfest. Jean thinks you're going to know it. She has faith in you. She says you're living your best life. (laughs) Well, thank you. But Jean's opinion doesn't matter, Shaw. 608-7840957. 608-7840957. Who this? This is Mark. Mark, are you familiar with how this game is played? I am, sir. All right, Mark, do you think <laughs> Shaw's going to know the movie quote, or do you think he's not going to know the movie quote? I'm pretty sure Shaw is going to know the movie quote. Whoa, whoa. Two people think Man. you're going to know it, Shaw. What is going on? Are you sure they know how this game is played? 
Don't mess it up, Shaw. A lot of no kidding. Uh, a lot of responsibility. Gene and Mark both believing in you, Shaw. So don't mess up. Here we go. Listen closely. I think, I think you're gonna know this one. I I know that I've played this several times in the past. Oh boy. <laughs> one of Gene's favorites. You want to hear it again, Shaw? Sure. It's a little difficult to understand. A lot of background noise. He just showed up, and there's a block war happening, and a lot of gunfire, and things are loud. <laughs> did you catch that? What I did, did yeah. What did he say, Shaw? I am the law. Uh, that is correct. And uh, your attempt at impersonating this person. <laughs> not good. It's not good. No. There's Gene's attempt. Uh, <laughs> that's kind of how it sounds. Are you familiar with this movie? I think so. All right. I know that you've quoted it enough. Oh, yeah. Um, Sylvester Stallone there is... Judge Dredd, I presume? Oh, you got it right. Judge Dredd shows up. I am the law. <laughs> they made an awful remake of that starring Carl Urban just a few years ago. But on this day in 1995, the original Judge Dredd hit theaters starring Sylvester Stallone. Rob Schneider was in the movie as well. I am <laughs> the law. <laughs> And because Mark and Gene both had faith in you, mostly because Mark had faith in you, Mark's got himself 50 bucks in cash. Way to go. money. Son of a diddly. We start over at 10 bucks next week. The nice thing is that Mark doesn't send any whiny emails. Mark <laughs> just calls in and tries to win. Got pretty good phone service. Sweet. Nice guy. Probably going to spend that money on beers. Good for you, Mark. Yeah, good for him. You're killing me, Shaws, each and every Wednesday. Brought to you by GECU. I am <laughs> the law. <laughs> Armand DeSante was in that movie as well. Pretty cool robot action in there, too. You ever seen it? No? Long time ago. Okay. Gene? Mm, long time ago. All right. Ryan. Come on! Gene. Let's go! And Shaw, giving you the best they've got. <laughs> no, really. Celebrate the 4th of July in the emergency room of your local hospital. First, buy a bunch of fireworks. Next, have way too much to drink. Don't forget to let everyone know you know what you're doing. Stand back, I got this. And finally, light the fuse and hold the firecracker in your hand just a little too long. It's your own special way of teaching your kids moderation. So have a great 4th of July and have fun in the ER next to the guy who bragged he'd never wear a mask. You guys will be two peas in a pod. Morning sickness, Brian and Gene, the 4th of July this weekend, but that's not the only thing to look forward to in the month of July, Shaw. There's lots of stuff going on. Good. Things to do. Things to look forward to in the month of July. People eating as many hot dogs as they possibly right? can in a Sunday. competition on television. Sunday. My wife, very okay. excited for that. Very excited. Uh, on a much grander scale, the NBA Finals begin next week. Will the Bucks be in the Finals? Hmm. If they win, if they protect home court, they'll be all right because they've got two more at the Pfizer, including tonight, game five. As long as they win tonight and game seven, they're in, right, Shaw? That's it. That's all it takes. But Even without Giannis, or maybe without, without Giannis. Maybe, well, tonight probably without Giannis, but He's we'll doubtful. see. NBA Finals, though, start a week from today. UFC rematch next weekend. It's the third. It's the it's the rubber match. Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier <laughs> next Saturday night. That's going to be a very exciting fight. Uh, baseball's all-star game weekend, uh, coming up July 12th, I believe is the, uh, or it's actually the week, I guess it's, it's like a Monday, Tuesday, right? So the, the home run derby is on the 12th and then the game is on the 13th. And then of course the Olympics get started July 23rd. Very excited to see all that. My wife is, uh, 
is got a, all sorts of apps. It's telling her when and where the swimming and the diving mm. and the track and field and all that stuff's going to be. Very excited for that. Uh, big movies, couple of big ones coming out very soon. Black Widow, finally. Yes. We're going to see ScarJo wrap things up as uh, the Black Widow. That'll be in theaters and on Disney Plus next Friday. I believe you got to have that super duper Disney Plus, the one where you pay uh, like 50 bucks uh, to get that. But uh, also Space Jam, a new legacy. This is the LeBron James version of Space Jam. That drops in theaters on July 16th. And Disney's Jungle Cruise movie comes out on July 30th. So there's a couple of big movies coming out in the month of July. Over on TV, Big Brother and Love Island return next Wednesday if you're into that crap. Monsters, Inc., the yes. series. So you remember series? the Mike Wazowski, remember the, yeah, remember the movie? Yeah. So there's a series on Disney's pl- oh. Disney Plus called Monsters at Work, and that'll drop next Wednesday. I believe they're going to do it just like they do with the Marvel shows. They're going to do one a week as opposed to uh, giving you all the episodes so you can binge them. New Gossip Girl reboot on HBO Max July 8th. And then, of course, Shaw, the big one, Shark Week, July 11th on Discovery Channel. Lots of shark stuff happening. Mm-hmm. Lots and lots of st- uh, shark stuff. People uh, get all excited about that. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. They've mm-hmm. got a bunch of celebrity stuff going on this year, and uh, it should be good. They're even doing a, like, could Sharknado actually happen? They're actually looking <laughs> at that show. They're actually taking a look Isn't at that. Isn't that Shark Week when it was... Was that Shark Week when it was the shark versus Michael Phelps swimming across the... <laughs> yes, they did that. Well, they just <laughs> measured how fast they swam. I know. And then, <laughs> then they were supposed to... Remember, Mike Tyson was supposed to fight the shark. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Uh, and then finally, the holidays. These are the uh, the holidays, of course, in the month of July. We know about July 4th, 4th of July, America's birthday, right? That's this Sunday. Celebrate with some fireworks. Just be safe. Have fun. Tomorrow, by the way, World UFO Day, Shaw. We just had that big release by the government, right. all those documents, and everybody got on board with a bunch of UFO specials on TV. Uh, National Bikini Day is the 5th, so that's on Monday. So Perfect. Gonna be on the river, maybe wear a bikini or cruise over to Pettybone Beach and check out mm-hmm. the girls in the bikinis. Uh, fried Chicken Day is on the sixth. Love me some fried chicken, Shaw. Mm, me too. Don't fight people over fried chicken sandwiches, no, though. No, don't All right. Uh, we got a couple more holidays. Uh, Mojito Day on the eleventh, Shaw. You like Ooh, mojitos? I do, and I haven't had one in a while. Now that you mention it, what? Well, you haven't I had have mint, kind of summer drinks. I have fresh what? mint, Shaw, in my garden. If you want to stop by, well, thank you. What? Mojito Shall Day on the 11th. Bring Mary over. We'll make some mojitos. Nice. National French Fry Day is on the 13th, so celebrate with some fries. Give me some curly fries all day, any day. Uh, ice Cream Day is on the 18th. Junk Food Day, the 21st, which is pretty much every day for yours mm-hmm. truly. And uh, National Tequila Day is on the 24th of July, Shaw. So there's a few days uh, to look forward to. Food sure and, and beverage days. Oh, and there's one more. I forgot about this one, Shaw. I wanted to actually, I didn't forget. I just wanted to save it for last because it's the favorite one. Because the song rules. National Pina Colada Day is on the 10th, next Saturday, Shaw. So have a Pina Colada on Saturday and then follow it up with a mojito on the 11th on Sunday. Lady, we've been together too long. Pina Colada Kevin. That's our guy. It is. <laughs> he Let knows know. Yeah, he does. We had no idea about that stupid uh, Craigslist post or whatever the hell it was a couple of years ago. And he was like, that's basically the lyrics That's to Pina pretty Colada. much it, right? But there you go. Some things to look forward to in the month of July. You can see that on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. And, of course, while you're on the website today, sign up for the bike because Rock Stop's happening. You like pina colada, Shaw? Well, I don't remember the last time I had a pina colada. You like getting caught in the rain? Not so much. All right. Are you into yoga? <laughs> I'm not. Do you have half a brain? I think so, but that's about it. All right. Do you like making love at midnight? Sure. In the dunes by the lake? <laughs> 
on the Cape. Oh, there you go. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Take this job and shoot. Working here no more. Scott Robert Shaw in the Wisdom Newsroom for a three-way here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Johnny Paycheck, take this job and shove it, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Recent uh, survey, if you will, on Reddit asking people to share some of the glamorized career paths that are actually a complete nightmare. Things we think we'd like, but we probably wouldn't. Yeah, you see somebody doing a job and you're like, man, that sounds like a great job. Mm-hmm. And then you actually do it and you're like, oh, that's not so great <laughs> after all. Uh, much like opening bands sometimes, apparently ballet dancer is one of those careers. Oh, jeez. You got to... Well, just, obviously the physical toll on the feet and everything, right. but most dancers you see on stage in a ballet are paying to be there, apparently. They're paying to be there? Yeah. So some a lot of times bands will pay the uh, the the opening act or whatever to get on the bill because they, they get a, a bigger chance to, you know, get in front of a bigger crowd. You know what I mean? As opposed to playing bars and, and little clubs. They can maybe get on a stadium tour and open up, uh, but they got to pay to get in. They're you know whatever merch they sell is what they're making. Huh. Uh, but ballet dancers apparently same thing. Uh, bottom rungs of ballet companies are pay to play. Then when you have paid to dance for a few years, you might be able to get in a position that pays you uh, with a dozen pairs of shoes. <laughs> Doesn't seem like a lucrative career, no. Uh, I can attest to this one. A chef. It looks fun on TV, but boy, oh boy, That's long hours. Uh, you smell all the time like onions, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, uh, you know, yeah, it's never service good. Service industry is hard. Service industry is hard anyways. You got to deal with the wait staff, and they're usually a real pain in the ass. Um, uh, let's see. On the radio announcer makes the list. <laughs> of course it does. Of course it does. Everybody thinks it's so glamorous. It's it's really not. I mean, there is real work that gets done here. You just don't get to see it. Um, it's not a lot of heavy lifting, typically. No, but. I, and I always tell people, look, I worked for a living before, so I enjoy my job in radio. Uh, compared to the other jobs I've done, radio is certainly the, the best one. That's why I chose to do it for 25 years now. But uh, it's not as glamorous as everybody likes to think it is, especially when you're working in a small market like lacrosse. Uh, a lot of us have second jobs, very common. Um, you know, there's a lot of stress involved. Uh, a lot it can of- be fun, but it's not usually a high-paying job. No, and uh, a lot of last-minute stuff. So if you can't work really well on, like, a, you know, the, the drop of a hat <laughs> shot, it's really not a job for you. Very difficult to be a person who has crippling OCD and, and, and do this job because there's so many twists and turns. Uh, another job that is apparently glamorized but is very stressful and not, not all that great is a veterinarian. Uh, apparently, insanely competitive schooling that cripples you with debt, mm-hmm. with a depressing debt to income ratio after graduation. Most of your patients don't like you, right? And most of the owners think you're getting rich, upselling them unnecessary services when their dogs exploding eyeball cancer can be cured right. with raw, organic, exotic meat, CBD, coconut oil, <laughs> yada yada yada. Uh, but these are again, this is a list uh, compiled from a, a Reddit thread of uh, jobs that appear glamorous but are not. I would, uh, I, I not that I've ever done this job, but I wouldn't want to do it. Flight attendant. Oh, gosh, no. Obviously traveling around the Especially world. Especially these days. But these days with the Karens and the crazy people on the flight, uh, and just uh, no thanks. Travel obviously being amazing. You rack up the miles. You get to go to all sorts of different places, but uh, you're cramped, and uh, it's dangerous, and you got to deal with a bunch of wackos. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Video game industry made the list here. Really? Show. Yeah, a lot of kids and teens want to be in it yeah. so bad because they grew up playing games sure. and it's what they love to do. But then you become an adult and learn that it's all math and physics and making a video game has nothing to do with what you experienced growing up. Huh. Uh, not a lot of uh, necessarily sitting around playing video games, but uh, just a couple of the uh, glamorized jobs that are actually horrible, according to a recent huh. thread on Reddit. Radio, making the list, Shaw. 
Of course it did. Not all that great. Right, Shaw? No, it's, it has its moments. Right, Shaw? <laughs> Stop it now. <laughs> I love my job, Brent. How much were you paid to say that? Not Come enough. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You're listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Fourth of July weekend, you got any big plans? Uh, we're going to watch fireworks. Yeah. Gene, yeah. you're going to be helping down there? Yeah, and actually we're leaving to go see my... We're going to stay overnight at my mom's house for okay. the first time since December of 2019. <laughs> Really? Tonight, into wow. tomorrow, and then we're coming back to bartend down at Riverfest and nice. watch the 4th of July fireworks. I'm going to be down there helping my boy Marty with Flyboard nice. Extreme tonight and tomorrow night, doing the announcing and providing the music for him and looking cool. forward to that. Probably have a few beers and uh, eat some food, maybe check out one of the bands. I know it was busy last night with the country dude. Awesome. Was it Randy Hauser? Yeah. Is that his name? Uh, Caminos, and we're going to do a Riverfest edition, by the way, of three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Since Timely. It's a you know big event happening here. First big event we've had in a long time, Shaw. That's true. It's been a while. But what are other people doing on the 4th of July? Well, blowing stuff up. Out. Blowing stuff up. Really? Uh, somebody pulled a bunch of people, asked them what they're doing this weekend, and here's what we got. Camping. 36% of us plan to spend a big part of our weekend relaxing at home. Sure. Outside, which, hopefully. Which, by the way, is down 41% from last year when more people yeah. were staying home. <laughs> mostly because there was really nothing going on, right? Really, yeah. 29% of us seems awfully low. We'll go to a barbecue or picnic, which is up 25% from last year. Okay. So only 4% of us last year were going to barbecues and picnics. What the hell's wrong with you? You can still go outside and have a barbecue. Uh, 29% of us will also get together with family, up five points from last year. Only 9% of us are going to go somewhere to see fireworks, which is awfully surprising. Nine? Come on. Yeah. I that. Riverside's going to be packed. This is, just a, this is just a survey I'm reading here. 9% okay. will also be setting off their own fireworks. Yeah, there you go. Remember, practice safe uh, fireworking, if you will. 8% will go see a parade or some other local event. Do we have a parade for 4th of July? No. No? no? Okay. We don't have any kind of uh, anywhere? No? Well, not in the cross. 5% of Americans are going to the beach this weekend. I'm guessing that here, Pettybone's going to be packed, uh, along with Black River Beach and some of the other ones. Uh, River will probably be pretty busy as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, 4% of us will have a round of golf plans. going to be too hot to be out there on the golf course, Shaw. Yeah, going to be warm. Here you go, Gene. 3% of us going to go camping or hiking, and 3% will also go fishing. Some of the people that have less exciting plans... 26% of us going to watch some TV. <laughs> I know that's on my agenda, Shaw. Watch some TV. Not a lot, but uh, 12% of us will do some yard work. I'm definitely not doing yard work this weekend. I already did all that, so I'm good to go for another couple of days. Uh, 16% of us have chores to take care of. We'll certainly do a few things around the house, you know, but not not too much. And uh, 14% of us might do something but don't have any plans yet. How do you not have plans for the 4th of July? <laughs> not yet. I got to see what's going on, man. I can't commit. According to a different poll, 78% of Americans say they're patriotic, Shaw. Are you patriotic? Yeah, I think so, sure. That includes 39% who said they're very patriotic, and only 7% said they're not patriotic at all. Our neighbor Sue not only compliments me on my lawn care, uh, but also compliments me on the fact that I have a flag in both the front and the back of the house. She said, oh, Brian, it's so nice to see. And I, I'm like, hey, man, I, I understand. I, you know, it's a thing. It's a flag. Uh, 83% of us still believe in the American dream. That if you work hard, good things will follow. Do you believe in that, Shaw? Yeah. That's a no. No, All I right. do. That pause is a no. no right, right, Gene? That's a no. Not for everybody, but... Gene? That's a no. Is it... Yeah, right. no, I do. All these pauses. 79% of Americans would rather live here than anywhere else in the world. As a person who's traveled to another country, uh, I can 
I can solidly say that, yes, I would rather live in America than get my hands chopped off for stealing candy. That's true. I mean, there's some, you know, I mean, some of these other countries are way behind the times when it comes to laws. Uh, I know it's not great here. I know it's not perfect. But, hey, we're doing the best we can. Uh, 78% of us agree with the statement, I'm proud to be an American. 89% of us are proud of our armed forces. 11% of people aren't proud of the armed forces. Is it the Space Jam people? Is that what it is? The Space Jammers? Uh, um, we're going to spend $7.5 billion on 4th of July food Whoa. in America. $7.5 billion, Shaw. That's a lot of hot dogs. That is a lot of lips and a-holes, man. Uh, we drink more beer on July 4th than any other day of the year. Yeah. Merca! Hot dogs, too. Tubular meat, Shaw. Tubular meat. Indeed, I'm making some. 65% of us say fireworks are their favorite part of the 4th of July, and 73% of all firework injuries happen uh, within one month of 4th of July. Of course they do. <laughs> it seems awfully low. Wouldn't you think it's 100%? Right. I mean, obviously, like, maybe New Year's Eve, maybe a wedding kind of thing, but there you go. Some stats on the 4th of July. Have a good, safe, happy 4th of July. We obviously won't be here on Monday. Uh, can't really take 4th of July off because it's Sunday, but uh, the company gave us the 5th of July off, so... You going to be here, Sean? You doing news or are you off? Uh, no, I'm off Monday. All right, smart move, man. Smart move. We'll see you on Tuesday. Not awesome, not great. The best is yet to come. But better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. It's Friday. The weekend's here, and you're looking for something to do. Check out three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Three, of course, is one more than two. See more on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on the free 957therock app. It's the weekend. It is the weekend, and it's the 4th of July, and Riverfest is happening. So it's a Riverfest edition of three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Now, you can certainly go to riverfestlacrosse.com and see the full lineup of activities. There are little Riverfest schedules available, paper schedules that you can pick up at Quick Trips, I believe. But Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to try to focus on a few uh, more important things. Uh, Starting with this evening, 5 o'clock, Flyboard Extreme, my boy Marty. Up in the air, jet ski, wakeboard, water, life jacket, the whole nine yards. I've talked to him about this thing. I thought about trying it, and then he told me he almost died one time, and I right. said, I'm good. I'm mm-hmm. good. It looks dangerous. But it, is, it is dangerous, but it also looks very fun. He's like 30 feet in the air above the water, mm-hmm. and he looks like Iron Man up there or yes. the Green Goblin, and he's got the flag and the music and everything, and looking forward to that. 5 until 5.30 tonight, and then 5 until 5.30 tomorrow night. Plus tonight, if you're looking for music, Boogie and the Yo-Yo. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're so good. One of your favorite party bands from Wisconsin. They do all your favorite covers. They're going to be on the North Stage tonight from 8 until 1130 if you want to check out Boogie and the Yo-Yos tonight. They do all the stuff. Summer of 69, all the Journey songs you want to hear, all the ACDC songs you want to hear. Then Saturday, tomorrow, Shaw, 2 o'clock in the blazing heat and sun. They wouldn't have it any other way. Hmm. River City Championship Wrestling. Great local wrestling action starts at 2 right there at Center Park. Go see our boy Alex body slam people left mm-hmm. and right. It's going to be awesome. Always good to see some live local wrestling. Tomorrow night, if you're looking for a bite to eat, you can certainly grab it at any of the food trucks they got down there. Grab a couple of beers and then stick around because the Caminos are going to be rocking the North Stage starting at 6 o'clock tomorrow night. That's Saturday night. So over there on the North Stage, our friends in the Caminos. And then Sunday morning, Shaw, if you want to get down to Riverfest, I recommend... Excuse me, I recommend maybe coming downtown a little early, okay. stopping by your favorite watering hole for a bloody, 
then grab your spot for the fireworks at the park and enjoy some live tunes on the band shell from the Seven Rivers Jazz Band. Nice. Yeah, some uh, easy listening, if you will, of course, on a Love Sunday jazz. morning with a bloody in your hand, maybe. And, uh, of course, fireworks uh, on Sunday night start around 10 o'clock, so make sure you've got your spot reserved and you're ready to rock and roll on Sunday night. Lots of other stuff happening down there at Riverside Park for Riverfest. You can, again, go to riverfestlacrosse.com com for more information and a full lineup but there you go three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend a Riverfest edition missed it download it this is the morning sickness podcast i love it it's brilliant and 95.7 the rock.com and the 95.7 the rock app